Welcome, Welcome to, to mock, mock Footage. I really like movies. I do too, but I haven't seen too many. And that's why we're going to watch a bunch together. We'll make sure to keep it swear-free for Grandma. Definitely, and we will be talking about major plot details, so consider this your spoiler warning. Oh, I wonder what we're going to watch this week. Hi folks, my name is Joe Lingua, and this week we are covering Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. My name is Ray Hiroso, and the people have spoken. The people have spoken. Democracy in action. Democracy in action. Everybody collectively decided together that Joe and I would discuss Indiana Jones and the, the Kingdom, Kingdom of, of the, the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull. I was all for leaving this one on the cutting room floor because I remember watching it when it came out because I was a fan of the original, well, not the original trilogy, but I was a fan of Indiana Jones. I liked (laughs) the first movie and the third movie, and I remember watching the fourth one and being underwhelmed. I remember a couple of very specific things from it. But I know that you've been excited to cover this movie since we started this whole endeavor because literally every episode we've done, you've talked about Kingdom and the Crystal Skull or Shia LaBeouf or something. something. Now, I would like to make it clear for people in general, just because you talk about a thing at length does not mean you enjoy it or are excited for it. But merely that you have information that something you that know. you would like to share with people. <laughs> it's the only thing you know, so it's, it's the, the only, only bastion I... you've been holding on to. So, since you clearly know so much about this movie, I'd like you to tell me at length what happens. Absolutely. It's about aliens. Okay. Um, like Independence Day? Like Men in Black? So, it's, 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 the, it's the theory... That how could people of color in ancient civilizations been able to create things? Obviously, it was just aliens. Right. And it's a movie. Because you know how there's supernatural things going on in, in every single Indi- Indiana Jones movie? Mm-hmm. This time it's aliens. Okay. Aliens created the Aztec pyramids. And the Crystal Skull is actually... The that's created uh, as a, a memento of humans by aliens, and it's a very treasured piece. So the aliens made their crystal skull in loving memory of their friends, the humans. And this takes place, like, this mystery unfolds somewhere in Latin America. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, in, in present day, so like 2016 or whenever this movie came out, uh, Harrison Ford played, nope, Indiana Jones played by Harrison Ford is still a professor at school, except things are a bit more updated. It's still the same school. We get some fun little, uh, cameo, sh- or not cameo, but like reference shots to, to all of the students pining over him still because he's daddy now. Well, he mm-hmm. was. He's now he's granddaddy. Great. Now he's granddaddy. Do we feel good about that? <laughs> He is a daddy. Anyway, he is a daddy now. He has a son who is about oh, to start yes. college. And so his son, estranged son, estranged via the mother we never learn about. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it's assumed to be Marion. Okay. But we never know about officially. How how um, are how is it hinted that it might be Marion? Um 
he he's a firecracker just like Marion. Okay. <laughs> um so and they don't like talking about her. It's a it's a touchy subject for him. Okay. Um but he's about to start school at the at this school that his father teaches at and he doesn't know much about his father. Uh and Do they so know this... that each other exists? Yes. Okay. But they uh, just don't talk. They just don't talk. It's a weird relationship because Indy, of course, puts everything into his work, despite the fact that he had a good relationship with his father as his father passed away because Henry Jones is now deceased. Uh, but Indy had a very good relationship with him, which is kind of part one of why this movie is bad. Why does Indy have a bad relationship with his son if he had such a good one with his father? aside from the fact that he poured all his life into it. He became his father. Oh, no. He became his father. So, yeah, he didn't learn from the mistakes. Even he, though... Or he had to learn that lesson from the other end. Right. I'm assuming is what happens in this movie. Yes. Uh, and essentially what happens is that he and his son end up in Latin America chasing, trying to chase down the crystal skull. And, and it turns okay. out to be aliens. Okay. And then aliens vaporize the bad guys. Aliens vaporize the bad... So aliens show up it's in this a, movie. A UFO shows up at the very end and vaporizes everybody who's not pure of heart. Um, I, That's such a... It's an important theme to these movies. Um, they never really define what pure of heart means. It means it Indiana important. Jones. They use that phrase in every movie. It's wild. Do they? I thought um, it was just me. <laughs> It is just you. I'm I'm doing a, a little gaff here. Um, uh, so, what do the aliens look like? Um, they look like the gray men. You know the gray men. No. Oh, like the little gray men. Yeah. Like the with the big, like very classic alien. Yeah. Yeah, very but we only Martian. see a silhouette of them. They don't like we okay. don't see their full appearances. It's very a lot of the alien iconography is very cliche, which is also why this movie is very bad. That's okay. So this movie is definitely bad. You're it's saying. not the best. Okay. Is it a, kind of a, is it still above a, Temple of Doom? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Um and what, who are the bad guys in this movie? Who like who who else is hunting down the Crystal Skull, and why are people after it? I could say Nazis again. We could. What if? Okay, what if it's just like ex- Nazis has worked for Indiana Jones, and not Nazis has not worked. What if? What if it's um, eccentric museum cure like like uh. Rival, Rival archaeologists, yeah, like Belloc? Yeah, except they're younger and more gung-ho oh. about it. Oh, and they have, like, they have like new tech. Yeah, like, and, they have cell they, phones. They have cell phones, and Indiana's, like, this is some, this is some garbage. Well, okay, they wouldn't have cell phones, right? Because, uh, he, like, the this third movie takes place during the Second World War. Mm-hmm. So... Like, this is probably, what, during the 60s or 70s? Yeah, probably. Although I did say modern day, so Indiana well, Jones okay, is okay, then eternal. he's 100 years old. <laughs> he was given eternal life! Did you miss that? <laughs> he chose wisely! That's right. You're right, you're right. I'm a fool. Um... <laughs> no, it's like the 60s. So, like, I don't know, what was around during this? Blackberry Pearls? 
What? Nokia. That is. It's a BlackBerry. It's oh. a phone. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, yeah. I, I'm like. <laughs> I. Oh, sorry. Should I say pagers? Or is he just carrying around a giant wooden phone the whole time? I do love the idea of Indiana Jones having to learn how to use a pager. I would love to see a short. That brings me joy. I. I want. Okay. I want. Chibi animated adventures with Indiana Jones, where they're like five minute short clips or less, mm-hmm. and one of them is just him and his son trying to learn how to use a pager. Yes, yes, this is good for me. Um, this is very, and it's great because it can feature all characters across the series. Uh, so there is a let's there are rival archaeologist camps or perhaps one big one and they are just maybe working for another museum or whatever and Uh this is like pure just just uh competitive rivalry like there's no there's no like the other people aren't necessarily evil in any way or or perhaps indy has to confront his own like the complicitness in in some of the evil things that he's been doing his whole life so what's really interesting about these well yes he does Actually, uh, no, that would be a good movie. That'd be a good movie. This That doesn't, that happen, doesn't happen here. Um, however, what's interesting about the, the villains, the two archaeologists' enemies, is that they're actually big fans of Indiana Jones. Like, they okay. look up to... They've read all his works. What are their about names? His escapades. There's Duncan, Danae, D-U-N-A-E, and uh-huh. Melissa Schwartz. Okay, and they're they're a, a power duo, and they're ready to kill, okay. not kill, but metaphorically kill history by bringing well, it to I life. Mean, there's gotta be, <laughs> there's gotta be some like gunfights and stuff, right? Or is it is it is all that kind of out of the window? Um, should I like? Uh, hmm, I don't. Uh, Okay, I was gonna be like, so there's like, infighting and colonial war, not colonial, but like, Latin America is in turmoil. Civil war. Yeah, but I didn't want to talk about that. I, yeah. And I feel like this movie would do it though. Well, yeah. I, I can we can move away from that. Like we can just leave it to where it's more of a pure rivalry and there's not as much killing. Indiana Jones still punches Duncan in the face. Okay. okay, so, so they're still fighting and punching, but it's not it's not lethal. It's 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 kind of more how you describe the original movie where it's a lot of like knocking out and right. sleep darts. It's for the and... kids. This was made in 2016. You can't shoot people in 2016 in movies for kids. And it wasn't made in 2016. For kids. <laughs> for, for the kids. When was this made? 2008? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was in high school when this came out. There's no way when was Transformers? Because that was like Shia LaBeouf's whole thing. Let's let's find out. I'm actually curious. Let's find out. <laughs> 2008, like you said. Okay, yeah. when, were we still in high school for that? Yeah, Ray, we graduated in 2011. I don't remember these things. I'm ancient. Um. So. For the kids. For the kids. No killing in this one. 
what about puzzles and 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 riddles? We kind of got so, some more of that in the last one. So the thing is, is that they're puzzles, but they're too hard to solve. So you have to like do a DLC download for the movie where Shia LaBeouf will pop up and solve the puzzles for you, but you don't get the three stars at the end. So it's an ARG. <laughs> it's an ARG. Okay. Where there are puzzles, and it gives you, like, ten minutes to solve the puzzles before. I feel like maybe this movie failed because it was a little bit ahead of its time, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I can't believe we turned Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls into an ARG. There are two really important scenes that I remember very clearly, and I, and I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me first about the fire ants. I thought that it was a really cool parallel origin story for Indiana's hatred of snakes for his son. Yeah, his son was afraid is afraid of ants. Because oh. of Because he fell into a train full of snakes. Or fire ants. Okay, he fell into a train car full of fire ants. And they they, they bit him and he hurt him. Yeah. And now he's afraid of ants. God, okay. I hate the thought of that actually. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, isn't it? It's kind of rough. Kind of sucks a lot, doesn't it? Oh no. Kind of, kind of something that would stick with you kinda, for the rest of your life, oh, isn't it? No. Do they dip in Harrison um, Ford in fire ants? And also, I want you to tell me about what happens with the nuclear blast. <laughs> um, I wish. Oh, for once, I wish. For once, I wish that this was a video uh, medium. I, uh, <laughs> your face <laughs> um i'm really glad the aliens were there to eat up that fuel <laughs> to eat up the the bomb they, the bomb they absorbed fuel. the shot yeah yeah what <laughs> or or are you talking about the scene where indiana is explaining the nuclear bomb to his son i'm talking about the scene where indiana jones survives a nuclear blast I'm done. Can you re- remember how that happened? <laughs> he. I, I can't wait for us to find out. Let's go eat oh some popcorn. Oh my god! Right? What do you mean? What was your favorite line from Indiana Jones of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? It, um, it's um. Sorry, my brain really did just stop, huh? Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I killed it. Um, you, you, I give you some time. Shia LaBeouf, Tommy, Tommy Jones is his name. Uh. <laughs> Um, he he says, uh, I guess it's, I'm not gonna make a nuclear bomb joke, what? <laughs> uh, it's when they finally find the skull, and, and Tommy is like, are you gonna do the, the switcheroo thing? Are you gonna, are you gonna do it? And Indiana just stares at the camera, <laughs> like, in the office, and says, No. Oh my god, that sounds so funny. I can't wait to see it. Let's go eat some popcorn, please. Popcorn break. Popcorn break. Ray, we just watched the fourth Indiana Jones movie. How do you feel? Eh? It happened. It was okay. It was fine. It was fine. It was a fine movie. I I feel like a lot of the magic was lost on us. 
or lost to us. Lost to time? And it's nothing against anything. It's just a different movie. In a lot of ways, it's not an Indiana Jones movie. Um, I'm going to find a plot synopsis. Here we are. It's the height of the Cold War, and famous archaeologist Indiana Jones, returning from his last adventure, finds out his job at Marshall College is in jeopardy. He meets Mutt, a young man who wants Indy to help him find the legendary Crystal Skull of Akator, and the pair set out for Peru. However, deadly agent Irina Spalko is searching for the powerful artifact too, because the Soviets believe it can help them conquer the world. So... So, we did Nazis. It's... It's we, Soviets instead of Nazis. It's and Nazis then they did too. people of color during doing evil religious cult. Which there was some of that in this movie too. Also Although it wasn't evil, it was just like mystified and you know. mysticism. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went back to Nazis. And then what comes after evil in 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 the United States? The Soviets. The Soviets. Um, so we've hit all all of the big hitters. There is some confused politics in uh-huh. this movie, I'll say. Um, you want to talk about that? Not at length, but the, the Indiana, like, he he's like, he apparently has did some time in the military and he did some spy missions, apparently. Um, and he's got all these medals and stuff as part of his adventuring. And uh, he's not a communist, dang it. But also, one of the bad guys in the movie is uh, somebody who continually betrays him for money. And he continues to trust this guy, even Uh though his only defining character Uh trait is that he betrays Indiana Jones for money. To the point that at one point he calls himself a capitalist. He's like, I'm a capitalist. I like money. I go where the money takes me. I'll, I'll sell out my friend for money. Um, they have history together. He's yeah. done this all the time, Joe. It's definitely, it's definitely <laughs> like... It's, it's, trying to, it's trying to capture the, the Red Scare um, as a yeah. point in history, but it does so with politics that were relevant when the movie came out and it doesn't hit the mark at all. Uh-huh. It's weird. It's it's a weird political message and it's it's not like ever present throughout the movie. It's just distracting. It is. We talked about it at length enough during small scenes that were that it was noticeably bad. Yeah. And that's that's kind of that's kind of I think a lot of this movie's ails is that there are strange choices that happen frequently enough that they are distracting from the movie in a bad way. Like, like there's a lot more CGI in this movie than yeah, in the previous ones because it came out decades later. And they're like, look at all this cool stuff that we can do. And some of the scenes, I think benefited from that i think the like it was over the top in a very indiana jones way but like the 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 scene where they're on the like the rocket seat or whatever and they fly out of the tunnel Uh and the scene where indiana jones survives a nuclear blast by getting into a refrigerator 
which we'll get. You want to say that again? We'll, we'll get. We'll get back to that. And also the scene where the people are eaten up by the big giant ants, which is gruesome and terrifying, but it's a very Indiana Jones thing to happen. And I think the CGI helps those scenes, but there's also like a lot of it. And like the car chases are like cut up with those. There's a part where Mutt starts swinging on the vines and that's very, very CGI. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the part where Arena at the end gets her greatest wish of infinite knowledge so much that it makes her head explode. Um, It's all very sci-fi spacey stuff and it's all very like, it's, it's just, if you want to, it's not, it's not meaty enough. It doesn't have the practical effect feel that, the previous movies had if if you want to do an homage to oh their brain and skull is melting like the first second and third movie then just do that again because it worked and was funny yeah like there's the scene where uh they open up the old cocoon the old uh mummy of one of the conquistadors and he Mm -hmm. ages very rapidly because of the air on his body and he decays like right right there on screen and it's not super dramatic but it is kind of creepy and it is it because it's more subtle i i don't really remember how they like if if i i don't remember if it was practical or if it was cg but it was it wasn't over the top like look at how ooey gooey and look at how ooey gooey works for them when they're doing it with practical effects but when they when they do the computer imagery it's just not it's it, it's like oh this is a movie it's always a weird conversation with cgi right yeah because like it depends it depends on when the movie was made yeah um like because like early movies of cgi like we can excuse most of that yeah but here it's it's just overbearing and just kind of used as fluff. Yeah, that's the thing. For a is lot like, of it, it's not. It's really not all that bad. Like none of the none of the CG shots are like. It's cheaper, right? I, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, I don't, honestly, CG I'm is not, not a, cheap. Can but we text the movie? It was. It was part of like it was the industry standard at the time that this movie. Came yeah, out. that's true. And so they went over the top with it and. It is like it looks good, but it doesn't look like an Indiana Jones movie, and that's I think the part of it that's distracting. If this was another movie with the exact same plot and change a couple of the names and like, like be whatever, whatever, I, I probably wouldn't even like be making this argument at all. I would be yeah, like, CG looks kind of wonky sometimes. Let's move on. You know what was super Indiana Jones? What was? Falling down three waterfalls and not dying. Yeah, and not dying. <laughs> um, so there's... I, I always forget how... I always forget the ridiculous situations Indiana Jones and his friends get into mm-hmm. until I watch a movie and I'm like, you would have died. Yeah. You would have died. 100%. Tell me about the nuclear blast, right? <laughs> so Indiana Jones finds himself in Nevada. And Area 51. Area 51, and he, he escapes from Soviets, and he runs across a town, and very quickly realizes that the town is fake and filled with dummies for nuclear bomb testing. Yep. And and he's there just when a bomb is about to be tested, and decides to hide in a refrigerator that is lined with lead. 
and then gets blasted off however many miles and mm-hmm. is fine. He's fine. He He's fine. Tumble, he tumbles out of it and... Uh, and radiation fine. Yeah, they, he gets scrubbed down. There's a scene later on where one guy's like, oh, you shouldn't get in the refrigerators. That's so dangerous. <laughs> Uh, to I, I call just, attention to how ridiculous the whole situation was. Really is the... If they, they've they been escalating the type of danger Indiana Jones can face, this was... They could have yeah. ended the movie there with him escaping in, from a refrigerator, and that could have been the whole movie because that is just the peak of it. Yeah, yeah. Although falling down three waterfalls on a makeshift boat truck is also very good. But that one, like, that wasn't really conflict, right? And I feel like... That's just an Indiana Jones thing. That's just an Indiana Jones thing. So, we get a shot of the classroom again. (laughs) Which is nice. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same shot. Yeah, we get the same shot. There's there's nice little homages to the entire series. Like mm-hmm. you like it's deliberate choices to remind you, hey, this is Indiana Jones. Yes. And some of them some of them are good and some of them are yeah. just like, come on. Like when they're in Area 51. Like when they first get to Area 51, you'll if you've watched this movie, all these movies within a month, you'll recognize like, oh, that's the same warehouse that the the, the Lost Ark of the Covenant stored in. Oh, that's kind of cool. But then but then they go the extra mile of some crates get smashed and there's a shot that shows the Ark of the Covenant is in there. It's like, okay, like, hey, come remember, on. Hey, remember this one? Yeah. Remember the Ark of the Covenant? And it's that's here. kind of I think this movie's biggest fatal flaw is that it it spends yeah. way too much time explaining it, explaining itself. It's a, it, after so there's a point uh, about two thirds of the way through the movie after Mac has betrayed Indiana Jones for money, where Twice. he says, or where once. he says, "I was lying earlier. I'm a double agent. I'm working for the CIA. I wouldn't betray you." And then after that, every time he's on screen, he's like, "Where's the money?" I hope there's money around. I really want some money. And then, eventually, he betrays Indiana again. And it's like, yeah, we know. Because he all he ever talks about is how much he loves money. I kept saying that this is for the kids. Not to say that kids are dumb, but society thinks kids yeah, are dumb. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like they had to dumb down a lot of, like the normal Indiana Jones stuff. Like, why would he betray him twice? The, like the, the old movies made you feel clever, kind of. Yeah. And they made Indiana yeah. feel clever. But the, that's like, Mutt, Mutt acts as the plot device. He asks yes. questions that the movie wants to tell the audience the answer to. And he's constantly... Constantly asking questions like, and like Joe and I already that? know the answers, right? Right. Well, even if we don't, it, he only asks that so that Indiana can tell him the answer. Can exp- expose they? Yeah. Expose exposite exposition. I I compared this movie. I said that this was a the Zathura of the Indiana Jones series, and if if you followed us along, it did just you means say that? that it is? I did. It, to- it totally is. Yeah, I said that during the movie. I can't believe you missed that. I missed it. Yeah, like it totally. Uh, I thought I had the same thought. It was at the end when he was 
explaining the thing twice when Indiana said the thing yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah, he and said, I said he said it, they something is the is the or the, the their their word for uh, treasure treasure. Um, their treasure wasn't gold; it was knowledge. Their treasure was knowledge. Knowledge was their treasure. <laughs> knowledge and was I'm their like, treasure. And I'm like, sure, it could be Indiana's speech mannerisms as a professor repeating things to and i'm like making stretches here yeah like because i would also like to teach and it, you have to repeat things three times in a classroom for everyone to hear you but i don't know how many times i've heard you say that <laughs> but also it's the zathura of the indiana jones series because zathura literally lined everything up for you and had the characters lay lay just say what's happening in front of you for Mm -hmm. you and this movie did that a lot for us not to the extent of zathura but as a movie of the indiana jones series yeah it kind of treated me like i was dumb yeah (laughs) also the kate blanchett's um russian accent or Ukrainian accent, uh-huh. it was not consistent, it was, nope. and it was, it was distracting. Kind of hit or miss. Kind of hit or miss. Love the character. Yes, she did great. Yes, accent was kind of hit or miss here. Can and we there. talk about? Can we kind of transition? And we kind of did this backwards, but I really loved um, her relationship with Indiana Jones because yes, they yes, were yes, yes, rivals. Yes. They were enemies. They were trying to kill each other. But every time there was a moment of calm, because she kept capturing Indiana throughout the movie and being like, like give me more information. And then as soon as they started working on a puzzle together, even though everybody else in the room has guns trained on them or whatever, like, it doesn't matter. They're just like, it's just them talking, trying to figure out what to do next. Yes. I, I said this during the movie that as soon, and, and this is true in the other movies too, but this one especially, that whenever Indiana starts to solve a puzzle, Everybody just listens to him. <laughs> yes, which I loved because they did also directly challenge that in that movie, in this movie, because there was a scene where he was doing just that. He was like laying out the next steps, and then yeah. Mutt comes up and like starts yep. punching people and knocking the table over, like, let's escape. And Indiana's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I wish Irina was not a villain. I wish she was the yeah. companion of the movie because yeah. that would have been and her fatal flaw was was greed of knowledge and it would have been sad, but who, where would the conflict come from? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I feel like I would have enjoyed her more if they were working together the whole time. Although, because I found like the or extra if she had guns around, you know, right? Because the extra guns and the men was felt extra every time. Yes. It just felt like yeah. people standing around. To cause tense moments, but it was never tense. It was just Indiana going, somebody give me paper. I have yeah. to solve this puzzle. Yeah. Um, guess, who, guess who's in this movie? Yeah, please, tell me. Uh, Marion's in this movie. Marion! <laughs> Marion's back, and she comes back in full force, and I love her so much. I love her so much. <laughs> she's... she's <laughs> she ha- So, she hides... She hides her life from indiana and from mutt that mutt is secretly indiana's son she started a life with somebody else and they fell out of touch but um she gets through convoluted means she gets him involved in this whole goose chase and once they get back like once they are with one another she tells him the truth about mutt and that um he's indiana's son 
And so Indiana all, all of a sudden feels this connection to Marion. Well, I mean, he always felt this connection to Marion, but he was apparently in the past, he was scared and he ran away like on their wedding day or whatever, or like a week before mm-hmm. and never really explained himself. And, and she says, uh, well, I'm sure you had a, a full life too. I'm sure you met plenty of women between now and then. And he was like, yeah, but they all had the same problem. What's that? They weren't you, honey. And it's this super cheesy line that really shouldn't work. And, like, she should be still mad at him still. But the camera goes back to her and she's just smiling with... She's just beaming. Because she's so happy. And it's really nice. And it's, like, it's hard to be mad at that because... They're super cute in this movie. (laughs) Marion rules. Marion rules. They're super cuddly and I love it. Also, Marion just makes decisions on her own as she she should and decides to drive off a cliff and fall into a waterfall. She knew exactly what she was doing. She was so satisfied with herself. (laughs) She was so happy. And guess, oh my god, the scene with her holding the steering wheel? Yes, the yeah, best so scene in the movie. The the car that they were driving around in was also a boat mobile thing, and so she drove on off into the river, and that boat ended up going over three waterfalls. And after the yes. third waterfall, they all got separated. They they wash up on shore right away, but she's still holding the steering wheel to with the boat. biggest smile yeah. on her face. <laughs> she's very rattled, and it's wonderful. I love Arena's face during all of that because you're like, she's staring at CGI screen and they just need her to look confused and weirded out. (laughs) And it's so funny to me because she's like, the face you get is, is this just the stuff Indiana Jones does all the time or what? (laughs) It's really good. Um, It's really good. I have explained myself twice now in case you didn't know. It's It's really good. Really good. It's really good. Um, so I did say, oh no, go ahead. No, I think I was, I was trying to think of other big things that we ta- wanted to talk about. I think we were I, going to the same place. Go for it. Oh, I was going to say in the first half, I said, well, why would people of color in ancient times mm-hmm. be able to make like big structure, complex structures when obviously white people and or aliens did it? Mm-hmm. And guess what this movie did? That that thing exactly. It, it, it did that thing where people of color and ancient civilizations that weren't white couldn't make a society for themselves. The gods that had, they were worshipping were actually aliens. They they had to get help. They had to get help from aliens. They they couldn't do it on their own. They're not smart enough and they're dumb and ancient people of color. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe a movie leaned into that. I was a little sad at that. Yeah. It was rough. I was really hoping that it... I mean, I was hoping that the aliens came and were impressed by the humans and decided to leave them a crystal skull or something as, as like, yeah. a gift. Like, like hey, you're cool. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, and it would have been fine if the aliens gave them, like, some piece of tech as a cool gift, but, like, but their not... entire civilization, literally everything they accomplished was due well, to Thanks aliens. to aliens. And I know people have talked about this before and yeah. other things, but still, still sucks. Yeah, <laughs> still it sucks. sucked. I personally believe in aliens, but I don't think aliens help build ancient civilizations. Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to get and on there, my alien the, self. And there's like, throughout the movie, 
people of color are treated pretty in a pretty gross way. As 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 staple of the Indiana Jones series. Yeah. People of color are treated badly. I still feel like the first movie does this the least. It's weird, right? It is weird. It's a little weird that that's the thing. Uh, well, I guess I guess there really aren't any people of color in the third one, huh? I think that's how they got around that one, <laughs> huh? Yeah. yeah, no, it was mostly just Nazis and just a bunch of people in a room yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. And, then, yeah. and there was the there was the guy with the yellow face in the first movie, so. And the second movie. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is a retrospective. Well, the second movie, we're not even, like, gonna... That's, well, that's we're just obviously. doing a retrospective on the series. We're wrapping up, Joe. We're never going back to Indiana Jones after this. What did you... Uh, what did you think of Shia LaBeouf's character? I needed more from him. I did, too. I really liked the first scene where he's... Well, not the first scene where he's introduced, but where they're in the, in the restaurant t- together, and Mutt kind of, like, lays the trap that gets Indiana Jones involved in the plot. Yeah. And they they like get to know each other before they know who they are, but they they spend some time on screen together like getting to know each other and it's really nice. But then basically after Marion reveals that Mutt is Indy's kid, they don't really have any conversations about that. Yeah. There's like a little there's a little friction and a little weirdness, but they never talk about it. And then he's just there at their wedding and he's happy and yeah i I, like i feel like they could have done way more with him aside from just be a a piece for indiana jones to play off of yeah they you know and have complex feelings about (laughs) they ran out of time and i i feel like that's because they spent too much time during the jungle car chase it's fair it's just a little bit too much of them there was a lot going on in the jungle car chase there's a little too much of them monkeying about we'll say fire ants um the fire ants were cool and scary and memorable i'll stand by that i i love how extra they took it so that the hat didn't get taken down the ant hole yeah and so indy could pick it up as indy does Mm -hmm. i really liked how indy in the beginning to mutt was like hey uh, if you quit school, that's fine as long as you're doing what you love. And then he becomes his dad, and he's like, "No, you're finishing school." I'm like, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. That was kind of gross and weird. Yeah. And Mutt brings it up too, but I, I'm, they never resolve that. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. It, it was more or less played as a joke during that scene of tension while they're all tied up. So. Yeah, I don't know. He's supposed to like. It's weird because he's supposed he's supposed to be pretty chill and cool and then he says some really backward stuff sometimes <laughs> as a character indiana jones like uh yeah uh like in uh to give you context listener mutt was like i'm planning on fixing up motorcycles for the rest of my life to make money and and he was like he, he was like do you got a problem with that old man and he said no if you if you love what you do like go for it that's that's great and don't let anybody tell you different and then after he finds out that mutt's his kid he's like you need to finish school, blah, blah, blah. And it's like... That's not how fatherhood works. Why does being someone's parent mean that you can't be supportive of them, Indiana yeah. Jones? Yeah. Now you have different values because you are a father figure. 
it was weird and like i and, wanted and, and like also all of a sudden assuming that you have a place in this kid's life and in marion's life and which they both say again, no to the pro the movie gets around this problem by marion being so giddy and wonderful but in general that's not a cool thing to assume yeah, but I mean, they both push back against that, and then through their yes. adventure, they all fall in love with each other just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, just I still don't buy that for Mutt. Like, for me, that makes sense for me. Oh, but, yeah. like, the the establish the, the, the relationship between those two characters never gets established, and that's not super important for an adventure action movie, but, like, it's still, but it bugs Mutt, me. Mutt and Indiana did not have... A moment together, right at the climax that would have earned them the family aspect, like in like in Last Crusade. Exactly, exactly. Like, and I expected more of that parallel aside from a throwaway line at the end of the movie <laughs> mm-hmm. about about Indiana's father. Yeah, it's like it's like someone on the writing team saw mm-hmm. Indiana becoming his father and mm-hmm. wanting to, you know, explore that. Um, but then the rest of the team didn't know what they were doing with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that would have been cool to, to figure out and have that conversation, huh? About how his father did similar things. That yeah. would have been cool. And for that Indiana been... to, to, to wrestle with that. And like, and, and yeah. the whole movie even. The, the conceit of the movie is that they have to find the crystal skull, which was stolen from its rightful place long long ago and then rather than taking it to a museum they have to take it to its rightful resting place and which get is some reward correct which is good but the movie never really acknowledges that no nope. no indiana through skull voices in his head decides that he has to take it back to where it belongs it's not an indiana choice it's yeah. a skull choice and it's a skull <laughs> choice and we can't trust skull choices. I just had to say that. I... <laughs> we can't trust skull choices. But, like, that means that Indiana still isn't free of sin of p- trying to put everything yeah. in a museum. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, him being free of sin is not necessarily something that they should be trying to achieve. In- Indiana but him, Jones has killed people. We, we get it. Him grappling with that at least or asking that question Mm -hmm. would be interesting and again i don't know how much time these movies would want to spend on something like that but like but somebody in the writer's room knew that that was a thing that people were aware of exactly right and they're like let's just skirt around that by giving giving him sci-fi skull psychic powers (laughs) i guess i guess Let's not make uh, Indiana grapple with this idea. Let's just make a skull tell him what the right thing to do is. Yeah. And it, it feels like it feels like when they do things that are right, it's by accident. That's that's really what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, it's an overall, okay movie. <laughs> it's a it's an okay movie. It's an okay movie. Without the lens of nostalgia, would you say that the mo- this movie is worth your time? For Marion, yeah. <laughs> as I I would say that as a parcel of the indiana jones series excluding temple of doom obviously uh-huh. i think it's i think it's fun i don't think it ruins the it's, series or anything like that i think last crusade is still my favorite yeah i think too. i've decided on that i think last crusade is my favorite indiana jones movie For sure. i don't know where this one lies but it's still above temple of doom i said that before Oh, definitely yeah uh, I remember the first time i watched this movie thinking that it had kind of taken away something from the series and that i didn't 
really like I, I wish mm. it didn't exist. And I, you know what? Honestly, I kind of feel still feel that way. Like yeah. I kind of wish it didn't exist. But I wish there was it, a plane scene. <laughs> it does exist, and there is enough fun stuff in there. There's, there's fun. There's enough Indiana Jones injected into this movie to make it a fun time. Yeah. But is but not enough to make it an Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> it's it is an Indiana Jones movie. It's just a it's just not a good it's not good at being one. It's just it's just a different feel. It's it's a bit of a different feel. It's it's Indiana Jones light. I still don't know. Is it is it worth your time right now? I, I mean, yes for Marion, yes. Yes for Marion, yes. Okay, that's for the Marian, yeah, that for Marion and also for Indiana telling people to give him supplies to solve puzzles. That literally gives me <laughs> life for some reason. Um. All right, that'll that'll do us, Ray. Uh, thank you so much for watching this movie with me. Thanks, Joe. I'd also like to thank Chongo for the use of the song "Hat of Serenity" off of his album. Uh, hat shop. I'd also like to thank Ross Jerson for the for the wonderful cover art. It's beautiful and wonderful, and uh, it's it's great. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ross. And you, listener, can find us on Twitter at Mock Footage. You can send an email to mockfootage at gmail dot com, and we would love to hear from you. Hear what you have to say, especially since uh, we were probably going to skip this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, so I'm, Everyone I'm curious. Everyone decided. I'm curious what you think of of our of our time here with the Indiana Jones series as a whole. Uh, and thank you again, thank you again so much for listening to mock footage. Ray, what was our favorite line from the movie? Our favorite line from the movie is by Shia LaBeouf, who says, "It's just a thing." It's just a thing. <laughs> in reference to a thing that's just hanging in a He's in a crypt. Scared. He's so scared. Oh, oh, it's just a thing.